Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average, you're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate, and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body, and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to the Overflow podcast again, Wendy. I'm Thank so you. thrilled. I'm so thrilled yeah. to have you here. Wendy, you launched us in the Overflow podcast in 2021. And actually, mm-hmm. we were talking about do the opposite. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. We were I do. talking about yeah. do you? Yeah, that like definitely came out. It was like, oh, well, we do all these things and it's like doing, doing, doing. And and it's like, wow, do we need to just step back a little bit to the opposite? So then that your life flows more when you take a pause. Totally. Totally. And I, I've, I've seen you on Instagram and I thought, you know what, we have to talk to you again, because what I loved about even the coaching around the movement was I was, and I don't know if you remember this, but I remember thinking, Tell me what moves I need to make in order to release the tension, to feel better. And you kept saying to me, what do you want? What is your body craving? What What's in you? And so really feeling that. And so I remember thinking, oh, I thought you were going to give me advice. And instead it was more, I remember you asking me to like dig deep, to think, to think about it and for me to pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's time to like... It's time to refresh and meet with you again and inspire us again. I'm so thrilled to have you. So thanks for being a long way of saying thanks for being here. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me again. And I loved our conversation last time. So let's see. Let's see where this one takes us. Yeah. So where have you been? Can you give us an update on 2021, 2022? Where have you been? What are you thinking about lately? Okay. So 2021, when you and I were talking, you know, I was, I had kind of recently launched my coaching business, helping women, you know, reconnect with their confidence and their inner self. And then as life would happen, you know, things changed a little bit. And I took a change in my career as an occupational therapist and moved into the space of mental health. And so it was loving that. And then 2022, when I was feeling like I'm going to ramp up in my coaching, I had a little bit of a snowboarding accident. Uh, nothing major, you know, I wasn't like doing anything crazy, just went out snowboarding for the first time in 15 years and fell and cracked my tailbone. And I was out for months, months. 
and needed help from my mom. And it took a long time and uh, to recover from that. And it was interesting in that time that I had to take a pause and a step back from all these goals that I had that I was pushing forward on and just pause and just like really reflect on, okay, what do I need right now to just get me through the day? First of all, because I was laid out on the couch for like a month and then like, what do I need for recovery? And how do I need to revisit my life and the things that are going on so that I can, I can handle the things that I ultimately really need to handle? And what are some things that hmm, I could probably just let go of right now? And recognizing that, you know, we have some seasons in our life and that, yes, I had some goals around coaching and I had some goals around um, things that I wanted to accomplish at home and with the kids. And hmm, life just threw me a curveball that, you know, sometimes that happens that it makes you pause. Yes. when maybe you really needed to pause a while ago. <laughs> exactly. I wonder, I always wonder if that's the universe, right? Tapping you. I always, in my mm-hmm. life, my experiences, I have felt like there's a little whisper, there's a little nudge, maybe a tap on the shoulder. And then I think sometimes the universe like grabs me by the shoulder and knocks me down so that yeah, I really notice, you know, I've been trying to nudge you, been trying to like whisper in your ear. And then sometimes it's a real like, feels like the universe grabs my shoulder and knocks me down. Like, are you paying attention? I'm trying to send you a message or I'm trying to be clear. And so, yeah, maybe the universe was like, slow down. And interesting also that you're in pain, not able to do things. And it probably on the note of mental health, it probably takes a toll on your mental health because you are a high achiever with goals. Yeah, I can't do that right now how do I even just manage like so yeah it took a while to come back and then now I'm excited and have a different perspective you know on recovery and just getting back into doing things again and what kind of pace and what are the you know things that are most important and what are the things that uh, really don't matter as much anymore in the big scheme of things Mm-hmm. So, it, and you're that. helping others. You're helping, like you're healing, and you're giving. It sounds like you're helping others, like giving, yeah. paying it forward, is what I want to say. It is because now I've been through that experience. I'm like, I can speak from a place of like, I really get what you're going through, and here are some things that could help you. Mm-hmm. And so it it's almost like. I can relate on a deeper level. It's not just like the things I've learned in a book or courses. Like these are the things that you do. Like I've gone through that time and time again. And definitely this time had to like pull from all those resources and knowledge that I had to like get myself through it. And so now I can share that with others in a more deeper, meaningful level. Yeah. And more true, authentic, like, I exactly as you said, I'm not just providing theory. I have lived it. I've walked my path. Yeah. Yeah. More true, more authentic. I think that's just the benefit of, you know, experience and age and, you know, life. Life. Totally. So give us some advice. What, what, (laughs) I know you're a coach. You're not going to give us any advice. Uh, But what, so give us some tips. What counsel, what, what things should we be thinking about if we are trying to heal 
trying to get back into things that are important to us, getting back to our goals. I would say mm-hmm. I was talking to a group of women a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about mm-hmm. living life and overflow. And I would say overflow is whatever is important to each person. So sometimes it is studying, getting their masters. Sometimes it's um, their team, their business. Sometimes it's traveling the world. So whatever is your most vibrant life. But I would say high achievers generally have a list um, that they want to achieve. And they're trying to achieve that all and live vibrantly, live in what I would call their overflow. And so help us. I love that. You know, like when you talk about overflow, and it makes me think about these conversations that I have in my client with my clients in clinic who come to me, you know, because they're in burnout or overwhelmed. Their, you know, situations in life have brought them to a place where they're not able to cope anymore. Right. And what we talk about often is, yeah, there's goals that we're striving towards, right? I'm helping them get back to work, get back to doing the things that they normally do. But I'm finding more and more my conversations start with, okay, what ultimately do you value in life? What are the things that you prioritize that come from a place from your heart, not from a place of like, I know I need to get these things done and meet all these expectations. What are you expecting of yourself? Who are you expecting yourself to show up as? So coming from a place of like values versus goals. The goals I think are equally important and they're they're your direction. They tell you where you're going to. They give you a sense of like, okay, I'm, this, is, this is kind of what I'm working towards but it starts with what you value in terms of like, is it your family? Is it showing up as a kind person? Is it being able to be of service to others? That's kind of the value that drives all the things that you do in your life, in your relationships, in your family, in your career. And so when you can start from that place and see that first, because that is who you are at the essence and all the things that you do are extensions of who you are. So interesting. What a twist, right? Because again, I would say a lot of beautiful, like brilliant, smart, interesting women around me, I would say they call themselves high achievers, or maybe they don't. um, And I call them high achievers. They're high achievers. And they have things still to achieve, things still to accomplish, to prove. And so interesting if that is their motivation. And I would say us, if we would sort of change our direction or pivot a little bit from achieving the check mark, the certificate, the goal to what is it in my soul, in my heart? Like, who am I? I'm an adventurer. I am someone who is trusted. I am. And so if I'm motivated by who I am, my values. That comes across in how you interact with other people. Um, probably how you interact with the goals. Yes. So for example, when I got injured and I was laid out on the couch and I can do all the roles that I normally do, right? I couldn't be a coach. I couldn't be an OT. At, at, you know, I couldn't go to work. I could like barely manage anything at home. Then that left me thinking, well, what value do I have here? Who am I without all these things and goals that I'm striving towards? 
And ultimately, I had to realize that I am enough as I am as a person. Yes, there's ups and downs in life. We're not always going to be in a doing mode. And sometimes just being, you know, being available to the kids, listening to what they need, um, being able to kind of give direction on what I need and the help I need to get in the, in the house and just being present as who I am versus in doing all the things that I usually did. Mm-hmm. That was enough at that time because mm-hmm. that's all that's all I could handle. And if I allowed myself to get stuck down on, well, I'm not, I'm not getting the laundry done. I'm not, you know, going, showing up to my, uh, my daughter's dance competition. I couldn't go to that because I, I couldn't sit in the car. I couldn't sit on a chair for a long time. And I had to be okay with like, Hey honey, you're going to do awesome. I'm so excited for you and give her that mental support and just show up as, you know, the caring mom that I wanted to be even though I couldn't physically be there and do all the things I normally could do. Right. Right. So I couldn't allow the end product to dictate how I was still being as a person. Yes. And I think too, with overachievers or high achievers driven uh, lately surrounded by really high achieving women, Mm -hmm. I think there's also something about the go, 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 especially because Honestly, Wendy, it's been a pandemic. <laughs> it's been hard to go, go, go. And so now yeah. things are changing and the universe, uh, it's available to us to um, get busy again. And mm-hmm. I think it's a real hesitation. It's a real, I would say, a limit for a lot of us high achievers that it's, I'm not sure taking a break, lying down is really something that I can do right now because I've got this list, because I've got obligations because I am a manager, I am a business owner, I am a leader, I'm a mom, I'm all these things. And so even I would say taking in the the value of, as you said, season of life where for this Mm -hmm. season, maybe not for the rest of my life, but for this time, whatever Mm -hmm. time that is, I also need to chill or give myself a a break or lie down and and say You're empowered. You've got this, but not necessarily doing all the things, Mm -hmm. all the checklist. Yeah. So it's either figuring out, do I do more? Do I access help? Do I delegate? Do I become more of a leader? Right. So like, for example, at home, I couldn't do all this stuff at home. So I had to learn to delegate and ask for help and like, Say my mom showed up for like five weeks and be like, okay, I had to allow for her to take over and also allow to let, no, I have to like, if there are things that I actually really want to happen, I have to learn to communicate that in a way that's heard and understood. Yes. Yeah. And have some give and take, right? Mm -hmm. The expectation of like, it has to happen this way sets you up for, can set you up for frustration. Because life happens. It doesn't happen the way you expect. It just happens. Mm -hmm. And being able to respond to it from a place of, okay, this is what's important to me. And I'm going to respond and figure things out versus it absolutely has to happen this way is a very different energy that you're bringing to your life. That makes me think of the values too, right? So what's really important to me? Like what is my value here. And so 
like you said, very clearly communicating or maybe debating with yourself, is that really all it should be? Like I've got such big criteria on how it should be mm-hmm. and what's really important here. What's really important is my daughter knowing I love you. I believe in you. You're going to rock this, right? Yeah. That's really what's important. Not necessarily you sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. And so I saw a shift at home. Definitely the kids learned as I was shifting and changing, they had to shift along with me, right? So their expectations or whatever, you know, they were used to, they just had to grow and learn with me and people can adapt. And it just takes one person to change for things to trickle out. That's what I've noticed. Yeah. Do you have any advice or have you, have you helped people where, because I, I do think there is something about people being in pain and it mm-hmm. affects their mental well-being. And mm-hmm. and I understand that. I I too have been um in so much pain that I'm that we were talking at the beginning where you kind of have that sense of I have no value because I'm in pain and you're starting to like wallow or I'm I'm imagining mm-hmm. like spiraling down. And so there it's kind of a it's kind of a you have to grow your mindset or think positively and heal because when you're in pain so what what do you think about that in mental health do you have any tips on helping yourself there's a few different approaches in mental health one is of around yes looking at your mindset and how can you shift it Mm -hmm. and re-evaluate your thoughts and how they are either helpful or not helpful Mm -hmm. which I find you know it works for a lot of clients and another approach is one of acceptance not acceptance as in like, I'm going to stay here, but acceptance for uh, both the positive and negative things in life. They're oh there. God. They're always there. Okay? Oh, I'm and having a hard time accepting that. <laughs> whether you want them to be there or not, they actually exist. And you're fighting with the reality around you causes frustration, causes stress. So being able to accept that, yeah. I can't do anything. I'm on the couch. I'm in pain. I fractured my tailbone. This sucks big time. And I wanted to do all these things. Okay. Well, if I allow myself to stay in that, like, this sucks. And why can't I be better? There's frustration. But if I accept that, okay, this sucks. I am going to take the time I need to kind of rest. I'm going to move my body a little bit. Maybe I go see the doctor. The doctor's telling me one thing. I I go see a physio. They start helping me. And I'm starting to just look at, okay, well, what are some solutions here that I can just start exploring to move me out of this reality that I'm faced with? And then just going from there, rather than expecting that, okay, I just need to get better and I need to like be doing all these things. There's a process. There's a journey. And if I just allow myself to accept that this is where I'm at, this is the journey I'm on, it's going to unfold the way it unfolds. Yes, I want to be better. Yes, I want to be working again, running around with my kids, attending all those events. Achieving, getting the gold star, for sure. I'm with you there. I'm with you. I am there. I like goals. I like to strive towards things. It helps me see the bigger picture of my life. That's why the goals are important. At the same time, accepting where I'm at and going at the pace that life is unfolding at for me, rather than fighting with it. Mm -hmm. That is less stressful 
And it's actually me responding from a place of like, okay, I'm okay. I got this no matter where I'm at. I'm okay and I can make myself better and I can see myself through and I can get back to, I can do the things I want to. It just won't always happen at the pace that I want to. And that's life. Definitely something I struggle with. I would say in the, uh, at the close of 2022, I was telling you this earlier at the close as 2022 was kind of coming to, to an end in December. Mm -hmm. Life was, there was a lot of life happening in our family and in, uh, in my professional life. And Mm -hmm. at the time I remember thinking it's all too much. The, the podcast work, uh, Mm -hmm. there was some sadness in our family. And so kind of holding them up a lot of emotions, Mm -hmm. like there was a lot and the high achiever in me didn't want to let anyone, anything or anyone go. I wanted to be, and I felt like I was Atlas, right. I can imagine on bent knee with the world on my shoulders. And so as a high achiever, no, I didn't want to let anything go. It did come to a point where where you're saying where I did have to accept, I'm going to have to put the podcast on hold. I'm going to have to make these choices. I'm going to have. So it was reluctant. Um, and mm-hmm. I would say disappointing. And it might have been because of my value thinking that's uh, that's who I am, but I'm going to have to let that go or accept that that's going to go on pause. Um, yeah. It definitely was a struggle. And I would say mm-hmm. as 2023 opened up, I did start to give myself some grace, extend some compassion to myself and say, okay, the podcast is on hold. There are some decisions that I've made and the mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just coming to this realization as you're prompting me, but it came yeah. because of my value. And I would say my value was that I wanted to help my family through this time of sadness. I wanted to be there for them. And so it was a decision between, well, did I want to publish this podcast or did I want to be there at three o'clock when the teenagers came home to support them or um, to support my husband? And so I think it was value driven. that I started uh, or adjusted to acceptance because the acceptance was hard. It was a bit more imposed on me than I, Mm -hmm. rather than choosing. And there was something about adjusting. And when you say, when, when you were talking about adjusting, but also seeking resources. So you were talking about going to the physio. That's something Mm -hmm. I did too. I went to the physio Mm -hmm. and it was just little, little, small, little adjustments and mm-hmm. each little task, exercise, stretch that I was assigned started mm-hmm. to physically help me in the healing and interestingly helped my mindset. And it yeah. was probably led me back to you. Yeah. Yes. That reminds me that it's that's such a big part with what I the work I do with my clients, the my mental health clients, is that all our work starts with movement. Because movement taps into those feel-good, positive feelings that you have. And then from that place, then we can look at, well, what are the things that you want to accomplish and achieve from a place of who you are? Mm-hmm. So interesting that you you said that, you know, you had to accept that 
you wanted to be there for your family and you couldn't do your podcast anymore and you had to accept that, that that's kind of the situation. And yet I want to ask you, did that really change who you were? That you had to let go of the podcast and then here you are getting back into the podcast. So you were moving that role from your life, that goal from your life. Does that really ultimately change who you are as a person? No, it did. It did affect in the beginning. It affected mm-hmm. my sense of identity because I'm so proud of the podcast and the yeah. message. And I think, again, coming back to this, what you're sharing about our values rather than our goals and the to-do list, which I think we talked about the to-do list last time in 2021 as well. (laughs) It's all coming back. I knew you were in my life. I knew you were in my life for a reason. Um, But I think it was part of my identity. And when it was sort of forced upon me that it was just too much, it's too much to bear, Wendy. Like I really imagined holding the globe on my shoulders, on bended knee, like just bearing the weight of people's emotions, the the family, mm-hmm. everything. Though I think it was my value. I knew that my value, my who I am, my my integrity, my what I wanted to be was be there for be there for the family. And so I knew mm-hmm. that the podcast could relive, could re-energize, but I mm-hmm. didn't have the energy it wouldn't have been fair to the podcast, to the listeners. It wouldn't have been fair to be on the podcast because I didn't have yeah. the energy. So it was part yeah. of my identity, but I think the deeper value was um, the draw to support the people here. I'm, like I'm pointing to my house. Yeah. 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 Because then you could give all your energy to that because that's that's what you were capable of handling at that time. Yes. So accepting that, recognizing yeah, that's it, that's what you needed. That's what your family needed. And now it sounds like you're in a place where, oh, there's room for expansion. There is room. And expanding that caring and connection and support now to your podcast listeners Mm -hmm. and the people who gravitate towards this message that you have of living in overflow. Mm -hmm. And so how beautiful that you're able to be an example of that, right? You took care of the things that you really needed to, you, you know, overflowed in the area that you could at the time and now that when things are shifting again Mm -hmm. you are feeling in a space of I have room to overflow to a a larger audience now outside of my family outside of my immediate you know circle and I have so much to share with the world and here I am again yeah so interesting so well done so well done so values first yeah goals are our direction Reevaluating our mindset, which I really appreciate. I think there's something about being aware of our mindset in that, mm-hmm. in those painful times, mm-hmm. uh, accepting, mm-hmm. which is really hard to do when you're a high achiever and you have to accept less because there is so much to accomplish and um, yeah. so many adventures to be had. Mm-hmm. And then I think we come back to movement, which is really how I met you in the beginning about Mm -hmm. what simple movements can we make to literally gain momentum. Yeah. 
And it does come back to what feels good in your body, but what feels good and is needed in the moment, right? Is it movement? Is it taking a pause? Is it yes. okay, coming back to what is ultimately the most important priority for me right now? And then when I'm feeling I'm in like a more overflow um, space and capacity, then it's like, yeah, I can definitely start the podcast again. I can get back into coaching. I can get back into, well, here I am. I'm getting ready to go uh, on the stage next week in my dance recital because I am physically bell again. No more pandemic, no more fractured tailbone. This will be finally the first year I can perform with my group after two or three years of dancing with them. Wow. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So that was the goal and it's taken three years to accomplish because life has gotten in the way when, or I shouldn't say gotten in the way life has happened and yes. I've had to flow with it and accept and, and just keep moving forward uh, at the pace that life is showing me. Wow. Well done. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So it's funny. All, all the girls in my class, they're like, okay, don't do anything really stressful this weekend you're just you're not gonna go and do any like extreme sports right like just take it easy we need you on the stage (laughs) yeah no snowboarding is over it's over yeah it's over (laughs) and it's the journey I love that that you yeah it's it is it's true it is life and isn't life an adventure with ups and downs obstacles challenges and Mm -hmm. accepting I, I totally honor how you said it's a season because I, I do think of that. This is a season of life. Same with okay. us. We had um, sadness and um, big grief. Yeah. And I think we're still really in that season. But it mm-hmm. is a season where it's, it is a season that we accept and move through. And mm-hmm. it's true. If we, if we pound our fist and, and resent it, that's a very different life than accepting it. So I also appreciate that reminder about accepting it, moving through it, thinking about Mm -hmm. our mindset as we move through it. Um, And as you said, you know, seek the resources, like seek help if you need to seek help or counsel from experts or. Yeah. Like this is your life, but you don't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. You can get help. You can ask, get, because we don't know everything. We don't have all the answers. But you tap into other experts and then you take that information, you integrate it, you try it out and see what works for your life. Yes. And what fits for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? I knew you were in my life. I knew you were in my life for a reason. And I'm so happy well, we thank you, connected. So great. Yeah. So listen, as we come to a close, I, I do like to know, is there anything that you're reading or listening to that you would recommend? Is there a, a book or a podcast? Uh, or a speaker that's inspiring you? I was reading a book recently. Uh, I love Audible, so I do a lot of audio books. I read it because uh, I I find it helps in the the work that I'm doing with my clients, but also personally, and it's a book on boundaries. Set boundaries, find peace. Set boundaries, find peace. Yeah, by Nidra Glover Kawab. And so... What I love about it, she sets it out quite clearly. She talks about boundaries in all different areas of life. And I think this is an important thing that especially for people who may find themselves recognizing that they have led their life up to a certain point, right, of meeting other people's expectations. 
whether that is, you know, school, career, family, whatever it is, I think we're all taught to follow rules and outside expectations at a young age. And you get to a, a point in your life where you're an adult. This is your life. And now it's not that you have to shed everything and say everything was wrong and I'm going to break out of this like and and not do all these things anymore. But it's like, question yourself. Am I still okay with these things? Is this still in alignment with what I value? If it's not, okay, oh, yeah. then then the boundary might need to be set because then you start teaching other people, hey, this is not okay with me. This is, you know, this is not who I am or who I stand, what I stand for and how I want you to interact with me. I'm not okay with, you know, dropping everything and running to help you in your emergency because I've got things that are important to me too. And doesn't mean that the things that are important to you aren't important. It just means that I have my priorities and I'm going to live in alignment with that versus what everything else, everyone else is expecting of me. I'm going to live my life my way. And we have, I mean, at, at work in different offices and different workplaces, people, leaders, mm-hmm. individual contributors, they are reconsidering because of the pandemic, I would say mm-hmm. like the work from home and the work lifestyle, that is absolutely evident that people are saying, well, just a minute now, this is what I would like. And then mm-hmm. workplaces, leaders, teams are negotiating so that everyone mm-hmm. can thrive. And yep. Yep. I love it. Okay. And what about any advice, Wendy, any advice for today's High achieving woman. Mm, I would say one thing that's been on my mind is about showing up and taking this taking of space as who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't apologize. Don't shrink back. If the things you desire are there, they're meant there. They're there for a reason. And don't let anyone tell you you can't do it or it's not meant to be or whatever because it's your life your roles, you said it. It's like, it's a choose your own adventure book. I don't know if you read those when you're little, but yes. I love choose your own adventure books because you get to decide how the story ends. Right. And we never know what the story is going to end like, but you get to choose and you keep choosing girl, keep choosing what you want, keep choosing what resonates with you and don't apologize. Don't shrink back from that. So I think I told you last time we talked is that I was on holidays in in Hawaii with my family and we're having a good time. We're just walking in the hotel. I happened to like walk in one direction and another gentleman happened to walk in the same direction. And I just said, oh, I'm so sorry. Pardon me. And he looked at me and he's like, it's okay. Don't apologize. Go where you need to go. And that just stuck with me because it's not just a, it's not just like a, I'm walking this direction. It's whatever path you're leading in life, whatever you want to do, don't apologize for it. It's okay to want what you want. Go Go where you need to go. Go. Because as you show up confidently, you show up more as who you are and what's important to you and what you value. It will, people will make space for that. They'll recognize and see it. And your beauty and your brilliance. They, yeah. yeah. Go where you need to go. Because otherwise. Apologize trying to meet other people's expectations and you keep shrinking and shrinking back. And that ultimately leads to feeling 
burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed, resentful, some of the negative emotions that you feel, they're telling you that you're not acting in alignment with what you value and who you are. So don't shrink back, girl. Go for it. All right. Well, I'm not going to shrink back. I'm going to keep on going with you. <laughs> so good, Wendy. So Thank good. You. So you're you're going to be doing your big um, dance. What yeah. else are you doing to live in overflow these days? Well, I set myself up for three weeks of um, family time. I, I set things up at work so that I can take the kids to visit Woo. my parents in Ontario. We'll be there for three weeks. I'll be working a little bit, but also taking lots of time off. So oh. I'm excited and looking forward to that. Oh, congrats. Well done. Thanks. Well yeah. done. And so. those memories will last forever with those kids. Yeah. Remember yeah. that time? Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you. Thank you, really. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we crossed paths when I saw you. And I remember our conversation um, mm-hmm. and being a little bit frustrated, like, what is the answer? What <laughs> is the formula? And again, today you remind us that there is no formula. Um, I really like the reminder, though, to go back to our value, who we mm-hmm. are. And that is the draw or the the momentum that's going to help us achieve, accomplish, adventure, do all the things, rather mm-hmm. than the to-do list, the checklist. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe others are expectations, um, their demands. And so mm-hmm. if we are being pulled along the journey to yeah. uh, take a rest stop or to appreciate this season. Um, yeah. And if, if that is who we are, that's we're tapping back into um, our sense of who we are, what we value, why we're doing it. I think mm-hmm. that's a great, I think that's a great reminder for today for me, certainly. Um, and I hope there's, um, I hope there's lots of others listening that, that also appreciate mm-hmm. that reminder today. So thank you. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.